The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This is Angel Talk with me, your host, Rachel Corpus. Let's journey together as we talk to your angels, guides, and loved ones who have crossed over. Are you ready to hear what Spirit has to say? Welcome to Angel Talk. Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to Angel Talk. I am Rachel Corpus, angel communicator, psychic medium, and spiritual teacher, and I get to take you on a deep dive into the world of spirituality. In this show, we get to talk about the paranormal. We talk about the afterlife. We talk about angels. We talk about people who have crossed over. We talk about ghosts. Nothing is off the table. And today, we're going to talk about heaven, the afterlife, the next dimension. We're going to attempt to answer the question, what happens after we die? All of us have our own faith background, whether that came from a building or a church or our parents or our grandparents or just us sitting in a field and dreaming. We all have our personal belief system about what happens after we die. For some people, they believe that this is it. When you take your last breath, that's it. Dust to dust, ashes to ashes, you are done, dunsy. There are many people, myself included actually, that believe that we go on. In fact, my life's work is based on that idea because I communicate every day with people who are no longer in their body. And how in the world can that happen? Well, I want you to imagine that as your physical body has blood pumping through it to keep you upright and healthy, you also have a spiritual body where energy is pumping through you. That's the essence of you. That's your thinking, loving mind. That's your soul. And when you take last breath and you leave your your body behind, your essence, your energy, your soul is the part that lives on. And because that happens, it allows someone like me to talk to people who have passed. Also, we get to talk to angels. Angels are not human, but they are made of energy. Just like your creator, whoever you believe your creator to be, God, source, universe, Buddha, those creators are made of energy and essence. And they have given you helpers called angels. Angels are not human. They're made of creator essence. And every single soul has at least one or two angels assigned to them. You have angels. 
two that are just yours or one that's just yours that you don't share with anybody else. We also have the realm of archangels that we talk to. Archangels are not limited to time and space. They're in the heavenly dimension, just like our angels. And so archangels can help anybody, anytime, without overlapping. It's kind of hard to get our mind around. We're going to talk to angels today, and we're going to talk to spirit today as well, so we can hear what they have to say about the afterlife. Today, I'm going to channel from the angels and ask them some questions and let you know what they want to tell you about what happens in the big what's next. Then later in the show, we're going to hear from somebody who lost her father and then after she lost him, he was communicating with her a whole bunch and then it just kind of stopped. I'm going to talk with her and help her communicate with him and her angels to see what happened there, okay, and see if he's all right. One of the biggest questions I get from people is, can you check on my grandma, my daughter, my brother, my wife? Can you see if they're okay? Well, from what the angels have shown me, and they're showing me right now, is that there are two kind of things that can happen after we take our last breath. We can choose to stay, or we can choose to cross over. If we choose to stay, we are considered what I call a ghost. When you go into a house or a hotel that's haunted, that is a soul who is stuck in this realm. You can also cross over. There's a choice there. Once you take your last breath, someone will appear and the angels say that sometimes that's them. Sometimes it's a family member or a friend and will coach you through what could happen next. And the next part that could happen for someone who chooses to cross over is they'll go into the place of peace. Some people call that heaven. Some people call it the afterlife. Some people call it the next dimension. And in this place of peace, there is no suffering. There is no sadness. There is no murder. There's no jealousy. Well, if it's so wonderful, why would people choose to stay? I've taken a lot of time talking to people who've chosen to stay and they're stuck here. And I talk to them about why they made that choice. And usually after we talk it through, they do choose to cross over. And I help them along with their angels walk that journey together, walk into the light. What I hear a lot of people who have crossed, a lot of ghosts say is that they stayed because they thought they needed to, or they thought that they had to. For example, I've talked to an older gentleman who stayed in his house because he built it. And he didn't think anybody else, any place else could be better than this. And he wanted to watch over this house. But at some point, the house was torn down and he was still there. And as a housing complex was built on his old land, he was kind of just stuck there watching it happen. And you could imagine how hard that would be for someone who was so attached to their house and the land to see it um, dug up and built on, and it made him sad. And sometimes when ghosts get sad, they get dark. And that's when we can see something like a dark figure in front of us. So when I talked to him about that, I let him know that his wife was already crossed over and I could hear her and she was wondering where he was. And I could hear the laughter of his children. He had a big family. And I basically worked with his angels to coach him into knowing that he doesn't have to be here. And also to tell him that his land is in good hands. There are new families that live there. And then when I asked the angels to help him, they showed him a door. And the door happened to be the door to his workshop that was outside of his house. He had an outbuilding there that looked like a small shed painted white. And the door was red 
and they showed me this beautiful red kind of shiny door. And he knew that's my door. That's from my workshop. And as he looked at it, it was filled with light coming from the cracks and his angels opened that up. And boy, he went fast because as soon as that door opened up, he felt that warm, loving light of the next dimension and he could see and hear his family. Sometimes people choose to stay because they believe that they can do better for their families if they're still in this dimension. So a husband who passes might choose to stay here until his wife passes. If that's for a few years, honestly, it's okay because that person might be waiting to cross over when their soulmate or their spouse is ready to cross over. It really only uh, gets negative when that spirit who's chosen to stay gets angry or sad or confused. Once in a while, there are souls that get stuck for other reasons. Maybe they have told themselves for their whole life that there is nothing after this. Once they take last breath, that's it. Kick the bucket. But then when they do take last breath, they open their eyes and they can see their body, but they are just made of spirit. And they're still walking around the same neighborhood, the same house. And now they don't know what to do. Part of my work is to talk to those people. And like I said before, coach them and help them cross over. Because we all have a soul purpose. There's a reason why we've been created. And we live into that soul purpose, whether we are in our bodies or whether we're crossed over. So I love to tell people who are stuck here, hey, you have more work to do and it's going to be great. You have more joy in store, but it doesn't have to be here. Crossing people over is something that anybody can do. So if you're listening to this thinking, well, my house is haunted. I wonder if the people here need help. You can help them. You can go to the heart of your home or to a place where you experience a lot of activity and you can sit quietly and you can say with a firm voice, if anyone is here that is stuck, I invite you to come sit with me. And you might say it a few times because you're convincing someone who doesn't know you to come sit with you. They might need a little bit of time to make that decision. And there might be more than one spirit in your house. So they're talking to each other. And after you wait a few minutes, you can start coaching them. You can say, you don't have to stay here. There's something better for you. No matter what you've done or what you've experienced, you can cross over. Then you hand it off to your angels. You say, angels, can you show them the door? Sometimes you can imagine this happening in your mind. Your angels will show you what's happening. If you can picture that beautiful door appearing, opening with light, watching souls walk through, please know you're not making that up. Your angels are gifting you that vision as if it's your own creative thought. I also wanted to tell you that sometimes spirit chooses to stay because they've hurt other people and they're afraid, frankly, that they're going to go down instead of going up. Here's something mind-blowing that I have learned from spirit. There is no hell. There is no place with fire and pitchforks and brimstone. It's actually part of heaven. The angels have shown me that there are seven layers of heaven. The highest seventh layer is the creator, God layer. The lowest layer, the first layer, is our, um, I'd say, our redemption layer, our learning layer, maybe the layer where we are held accountable. And if you've hurt other people, 
you will cross over into that layer of heaven. Now it is classified heaven. It's classified as heaven. So it is a place of learning. It can be a place of peace, but that's the layer where you are held accountable. And just like in Dante's Inferno, sometimes the people who cross over into the first layer must endure the pain that they cause somebody else. Sometimes when I work with people who have experienced trauma or abuse from people that they loved who have since died, that's where we access them. They are in the first layer. I'm also shown that when someone crosses over and they are in the first layer, that layer of redemption, learning, being held accountable, they cannot communicate with us here in this dimension. They are there, encapsulated in love and guidance, so that they can heal themselves and do better before they're able to communicate with us. And then at some point, this part's beyond my pay grade. I don't really know how this part works. But at some point, they're not in that layer anymore. They go to one of the other layers. Each layer of heaven has some of its specifics. And you will decide, I'm sure, when you cross over what you want your heaven to look like. They show me that some layers are more traditional in nature. You might imagine streets paved with gold, big white pillars, clouds everywhere. That's there. But there are some other parts of heaven, perhaps in another layer, that are made of nature. Someone might cross over and have their recreation of their family's lake house. That's what felt like heaven to them when they were alive. And so they were gifted that when they crossed over. I see a lot of people show me that when they choose to cross over, the benefit of that for them is that they get to leave behind their body that might not have been working for them, didn't feel very good. They leave behind most of their emotional issues. So people who cross over, maybe they've completed suicide, or maybe when they pass, they were in the throes of depression. They will remember enough of that to heal it, but they don't feel it in real time like they did in their body. And they get the chance as beings who are crossed over to share their time. They are both in heaven and they don't miss anything that's happening with their family and friends on earth. I don't understand how that works, but it's what they show me. And then my angels giggle at me because they'll say, you don't need to know everything, Rachel. <laughs> Here's what we're telling you today. You'll figure it out later. You'll see it when you cross over. Just hold on. <laughs> so I suppose there are some things that are left to magic. They're left to wonder, right? When I come back, I'm going to talk to a woman who remembers losing her father. And after he died, he contacted her a lot. And then she said, I need some space. And he went away. We're going to hear what she has to say. And I'd like you to hear how the angels were able to guide her. This interview you'll hear is pre-recorded, So at any time, you can go to my website, rachelcorpus.com and request a reading that we will play as part of one of these podcasts. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. 
In today's episode of Angel Talk, we're talking about what happens after we die. Have you ever thought about that? Where do you stand on the spectrum of wonder? Do you believe that after we leave this body, that's it? You are for the worms, you are dust, you are ashes. Do you believe that your body stays here, but your spirit moves on? I'm not trying to push you toward either one of those, but today I am sharing with you what spirit has told me and what they've shown me about the afterlife. I am shown that we do live on. That part of us, that thinking, loving part of us is actually forever. It's eternal. It's made of the stuff that doesn't go away. And you, right now, as a person in a body, you're actually in the minority. There are so many souls waiting to incarnate and have another life experience. They're lined up. So whenever I hear the angels tell me that or they show me that, I take a moment for gratitude. I'm so thankful for this life. Yes, it's messy. It's hard. I've had to endure things, but I'm so thankful for this life because I'm in the minority and I'm going to make the best I can from it. So let's hear from Tammy. Here we go. And I would like to talk to Tammy, who is contacting me from Ames, Iowa. Hi, Tammy. How can I help you today? Hi, Rachel. I have a question. Okay. Um, my dad died um, exactly 10 years ago today. Like when wow. he, And he used to come and visit me in spirit right after he died. Um, he would say, communicate to me that he was leaving. He needed to say a final goodbye. Um, I got really overwhelmed with emotions and I kind of shut it all off. And I've been worried all these years that I cut him off and made him mad or something happened. And I just have not really understood why he hasn't come back to contact me again after that. And I don't know if it's something I'm doing or something that happened with him. After he passed, how long was he communicating with you? It was days. It was probably okay. only just days. But when he okay. first would come to me, it would be like a frantic, nervous energy, uh -huh. which was very unlike him. He was a very, very chill person. And then after a while, it was a little bit more calmer, just mm -hmm. saying, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, this is it, this is my final goodbye, I won't see anyone ever again. Um, and so it was just all very confusing. Okay, well, let's see what we can find out. What's dad's name? His name is Merrill, but he went by Al. Okay, and um, let's just do a little validation here just for a minute. What did he do for a living? He was a truck driver. Okay, so that's why, that's why I see the boots. They don't look like farm boots, they're different kind of boots with that. Did you say military? No, um, milk. He delivered milk. Oh, okay. Okay. These look like they are boots more supported for, I don't know if this is a thing, walking, but not really being out in the fields. Um, and I don't know if that's what he wore or if that's a symbol, because when spirit shows me a symbol of boots, it means that they worked on their feet, could be farming, could be construction. Um, but it definitely was a job that was hard on their body. Yes. Um, and then <laughs> I have some, okay, what I'm feeling in my body, because when I connect with spirit, I give them permission to give me a little bit of information using my body about how they felt at the time of passing or leading up to their passing. And I've got some stuff going on with your dad. I've certainly got some stuff happening in my face. I can't tell if that's head or sinuses. I'm having a little bit trouble getting a breath and I've got some stuff in my belly as well. Um, what, what took his life? He um, actually died of a couple of things. One is he had a um, rare blood disease. And I can't pronounce it. I don't remember the name of it. My mom would probably know. 
But what really killed him was that he got lung cancer and liver oh, cancer and bone cancer. And that's, that's what, what I'm feeling. The old man down. Yes. Yeah. So that's why I feel it in my chest area and then lower in my abdomen, because that's really what, what moved things along. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, this is what I'm hearing from your dad. Um, when your dad took his last breath, he did cross over, but it took him a few days, which is why he was able or chose to contact you so much. Here's what I see happening. When he, when he took his last breath, I see somebody coming through as his guide and this person was coaching him. I do think that this person is family because they look alike. It almost looks like it could be his brother or maybe his father. And this person was kind of showing him the ropes, saying this is what happens next. Here's what your dad was frantic about in the beginning. He had a hard time wrapping his mind around the fact that as spirit, he's still going to be able to come through for you. He, he almost chose to stay because when he had not crossed over yet, he was able to communicate with you almost as easily as you and I are talking, and he didn't want that to go away. Mm-hmm. When you said, this is too much, I need some space, it actually helped your dad cross over. He, he heard from his coach at this time. I'm just going to say it's grandpa. I feel like it's his dad. Do you okay. know, did you lose an uncle or is this grandpa? Let's just make sure. He didn't sure. have any brothers, okay. um, but he, his father died pretty young. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, that doesn't surprise me because a lot of their conversation was not just about what's happening with your dad as far as his passing and crossing over, but there was a lot of getting to know you. Um, yeah. Like I hear grandpa saying, hey, I was here at this time. And um, there's a lot of back and forth between them, which is lovely. When you said, wow, this is a lot for me as your daughter and as an intuitive person, I need some space. I hear grandpa say, this is your opportunity, son. Come over with me. You'll be with everybody else. You will be free of all of your worry, all of your pain. Go to this place of rest with me. And he was talking about the next dimension, the afterlife. Mm -hmm. And he promised, he said, son, I promise I will help you come through as spirit. Here's the thing. When your dad crossed over, the way he communicated shifted. But the amount that your dad is, is communicating has not shifted. I want you to look for numbers from your dad. He sends you numbers that are probably important dates, whether that's your birthday, his birthday, passing day, an anniversary. Sometimes you'll see something on a license plate or the clock and you'll think, oh, that reminds me of my dad. That's him. Other times he will use, he will use people around you to give you messages from him. Like they are channeling and maybe don't, they don't even know it, but they're channeling some stuff from your dad. So if you wake up in the morning and you think, boy, how am I going to get through this meeting? Your dad is speaking to people as spirit and giving them things to say. And these people are accepting that like it's their own thoughts. And then it comes out of their mouth. Spirit can do that. Hmm. Are you, do you live in a spiritual community? Is this normal for you? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Normal one. <laughs> I, I really believe that you have the capacity, we all do, but I know that you have a special capacity to grow your intuitive gifts because your dad, when he passed and he came through in this way, it kind of reminded your soul of what you know how to do, which is to see 
hear, experience, talk to spirit, because I don't know if you're okay with past lives or not. Can I talk about past lives with you? You bet. Past lives. I can see you clicking into family that's crossed or friends. Like it's no big deal. Like it's Tuesday. Like, okay, I'm just going to talk to them about it. I'm worried about this. I'm just going to, I'm going to call in my grandma right now. I'm going to talk to my ancestors. It was like, no big deal. And this lifetime, it looks like you've waited a little bit to um, accept that in you. And I feel very strongly that your dad's passing, passing was a blossoming where this intuitiveness came back to you. Um, so watch for numbers from your dad, please watch or listen for other people to maybe adopt his phrases or things that he would say. Your dad communicates through music. So listen to, um, this might be a song that was played at his celebration of life, or it could be a song that you just know is special uh, to him. He's using more signs and symbols than he is interacting with you, which is how he was before. Okay. The times when he does talk to you, like we're talking right now, is in your dreams. And we don't always remember all of our dreams, but I know your dad is on your I call it our holy team. It's our angels plus our family and our friends who've crossed over. And we have what the angels call a family meeting every night when we go to sleep. It happens past our REM sleep when we're in deep sleep. So we don't remember all of those dreams. And I see your dad talking to you saying, okay, how are you doing? How can I help? And I hear you saying back to him, well, I know this is coming up. Could you be there for that? Your subconscious is talking to your dad quite a bit. So I don't want you to think he's gone anywhere. You certainly did not do anything to make him go away. He chose to cross over and that shifted how he communicates. Also, he was coached by his dad to love you, not from an observant, observer's point of view or not from the margins, but to step back a couple steps because if he continued to contact you in that way, it would kind of halt your life because you would be waiting for it every day and you'd be kind of anticipating it happening. So he was actually coached to step back a little bit. So this would feel like a gift instead of something that was um, obstructing your life because it was pretty intense for a while. Now your job is to figure out how your dad is coming through to you and listen to what he told me today. The numbers are the number one thing that he's using. Um, watch for those numbers. If it's ones, threes, or sevens for you, I believe that's from your angels. Angels are different than our family. Mm -hmm. They are non-human beings that are assigned to us when we're created. Your dad will give other numbers besides the one, three, or the seven. Okay. Have you seen any of those numbers yet? I have. I see a lot of twos and fives. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Now, if you're seeing repeated numbers, yeah. look them up because your dad could very well say to your angels, Oh, I want to help her answer that question. What can I do? And they might say, well, Hey, send her a bunch of twos today. Then we'll make sure she looks it up. And there's a message associated with every number. Numbers are also angel numbers and your dad works with your angels to still grow you and guide you. So I would lean into those numbers for sure. Okay. And it's, Nice if you sit outside, he says, and you're just quiet because he likes to sit with you. So <laughs> he used to do that all the time. Yeah, he loves that. He says, keep doing that, please. That's one of my favorite things. And then you might just feel his love. You might just feel that he's right by you because he is. Well, Tammy, I hope that was helpful. Thank you so much for um, taking some time to talk with me today and sharing your beautiful dad with me. You take care. Thank you so much, Rachel. You're welcome.
I hope this episode of Angel Talk has enlightened you. I hope it's, it's, it has broadened your perspective. It has brought you joy. There's more of this for you. You can come back and listen to Angel Talk over and over. <laughs> you can find it here on Mind, Body, Spirit FM. You can also go to my website, rachelcorpus.com. Got some other cool things happening. You can check that out. You can also request a reading. I do in-person, Zoom, Skype, phone readings for individuals, small groups, and also I'm available for larger gatherings. Whether you have a corporate gathering or you're the owner of a theater, you can contact me for engagements like that. But my goal here truly is to walk with you as you explore spirituality, your own spirituality, and the spirituality that lives around you all the time. I'd love to hear from you, rachelcorpus.com. And if you haven't heard this today, hear me say, darlings, you are loved, and we'll see you next time. Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator and Psychic Medium. If you'd like to connect, visit my website, rachelcorpus.com. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network and wherever you get your podcasts.